Chili Dogs, this is Gotta Go Cast, a video game review show for the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Each episode will review one Sonic title as nominated by you, and we'll rank that title on our master list of the greatest Sonic the Hedgehog titles of all time, as ranked by Gotta Go Cast. You can check out our current rankings at sonicranking.com. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with Peter Graphic. Hello, everyone. Peter Graphic, who is in Read Only Magazine, issue four, talking about Speed Racer. I'm psyched. I had a lot of fun writing it. I had a lot of fun kind of laying it out. I kinda, <laughs> it, it was I'm glad a, somebody brought up Speed Racer. Yeah. I love that game. That's another voice on the line. We got Nico Bun. Hello. Nico Bun, also in Read Only Magazine, talking about Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Kind of. I misread the prompt <laughs> intentionally. Uh, uh, Pete, going back to you, hit us with your uh, your links. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Oh, there's not a lot. It's uh, at Peter underscore graphic on Instagram, where I like to post pictures of Famicom games because I have an addiction and uh, dollar store action figures like Final Faction, because I also have an addiction to that as well. Very good. I really want you to start painting them. They, they're like. They're, they're interesting to be painted. Yeah, they're, they're interesting enough molds that they're asking just to be painted better. I don't know if you ever got into the Warhammer type of uh, miniature. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I never played it. I just painted the figures. But for a dollar twenty-five, like, right, it doesn't matter. You could screw yeah. them all up and and buy a bunch. It's it's great. Well, we already heard it, but Nico Bun, uh, how you doing? And uh, hit us with your links. Uh, I'm tired, but that's yeah. pretty typical. And uh, you can find me on Twitch and or YouTube at, at either of those with a slash N-E-K-O-B-U-N on the end. And then on Twitter and Instagram, I'm N-E-K-0-B-U-N. That's mostly for posting when I go live, posting what's been updated on the YouTube, etc. so forth. Because um, I stream what we play here. I stream a bunch of other stuff. It's mostly been pooping and racing games as of late just because i've been busy and or lazy but hopefully we'll be getting back up to four or five streams a week soon fantastic and because the sonic movie sonic 2 just came out we had to have uh one of our favorite special guests i think our only special guest ever <laughs> sam yep. newkirch is on the line you'll get someone else eventually we'll think of someone <laughs> I, I can't think of anyone better I mean, I will keep coming back. I will continue to ask you, hey, what are you playing next? Can I come? <laughs> you know? So Sam also appearing in uh, issue four of Read Only Magazine. Yeah, I drew Sonic. Doing a, a great Sonic illustration for the roast of Sonic the Hedgehog as written by Ouch. One of the favorite uh, segments of the of the book each uh, each time it's, it's put out. Sam, where can everyone find you? I know you're very active on Twitch now. Yeah, so um, so... Uh, 
updates on names, um, I'll still use, like, okay, so I, in the past I'd say Sam Newkirch, uh, which is S-A-M-N-E-U-K-I-R-C-H. I'm sure there'll be links that's easier um, for uh, my Instagram and um, my art Twitter. Uh, but I recently became a VTuber uh, instead of just a cam streamer on Twitch. So I stream on Twitch as a fluffy chicken. Uh, I stream art during the week and Sega games on the weekend uh, under Sam the Silky, which is what my, my Twitter is now, too. So that's been fun. Um, yeah, so that's that's the main thing for me lately is Twitch streaming three times a week at least. Uh, silky, a type of chicken that I learned because of Sam Newkirch. Yeah, like, no, I'm glad I've been able to educate people on like fluffy chickens. They're very fluffy. They're so cute. They're so soft, too. Yeah, be sure to click the show notes uh, for all the links that we're talking about. Uh, it's real handy. There's links to Read Only Magazine and, and social media links for everybody on the line right now. And join our Discord because occasionally things just get straight up buck wild. We're talking Batman eating Ben Gay one moment and then something completely different only three or four posts later. I couldn't believe the other day. I missed wild. that one. It got wild. It got wild. Uh, I saw a little bit of it. It wasn't really sure what was going on you know i did the back away slowly into the shrubbery thing i was, Homer it was Simpson. a little, little theater of the absurd i made i was worried about getting fired because I was <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I, I, I made a corny dad joke and then things just kept getting out of hand uh anyway this episode we're talking sonic chaos although before we talk sonic chaos anyone want to give some quick hits about sonic 2 or sonic the hedgehog 2 the film it was so good it, it had great. a lot to do with the, the Chaos Emeralds. They're finally introduced into the uh, the cinematic universe of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I was really happy with how it came together. Look, it's a, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie for kids, but it's not insulting to the audience, and it's not bad either. So it's a win-win for me. My, I, I picked up my son from school on a Wednesday night. He had no idea we were going. I got tickets, and uh, we just drove there. He's in the back seat playing his DS. Uh, we picked up a McDonald's Happy Meal. He was all stoked about that. He got his Tails toy. And then we roll up to this big, big building. And he's like, what's this? I'm like, ah, we just got to go in here for a little bit. So the whole family gets out. We go in there. He sees the big cardboard display of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You got Sonic on top of the biplane with Tails piloting it. And he's like, oh, can I take a picture with that? I go, yeah, sure. So we take the picture. I'm like, that's pretty uh -huh. cool. He's like, yeah, I can't wait to see the movie. I go, guess what? He goes, what? I'm like, we're seeing the movie right now. It was the first time he was in a movie theater. Oh. I didn't realize that we were- oh. The most precious thing. And oh my God, he loved it. He was commenting about the stuff the entire time. He enjoyed it. He amplified my enjoyment of the movie tenfold. But oh. I, I really, I was impressed. Like, I, I really enjoyed that first movie. I thought that movie was better than it had any right to, to be. And- uh the track record only continues. This is a, a great film uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog in it. It's funny. There's stuff there for, you know, adults. There's stuff there for children. There's stuff there for mom who's not really a Sonic the Hedgehog player or fan, too. And uh, they introduced uh, another character at the end, which got me excited for the third movie. And I heard the excitement from the crowd, albeit a very small crowd, but they, like, gasped and cheered at the uh my showing did that as well and and my son was like who is that oh at the <laughs> yeah end? yeah oh yeah. i went like uh matinee and there weren't that many people there which is ideal for me um but 
every almost everybody left except for me and my friend before that. So it was just us silently watching the post credits. Like, you cowards! You should have stayed. Yeah, their loss on that one. Uh, you don't. It, you don't even have to stay for the whole credits. Like it just does. Like it. It came like what right after they did the visual part of the credits, and then they did the post credits, yeah, and then they did really, more credits. You know. I was really looking forward to that, like <clears throat> Sega Genesis end credits, because I really liked it from the first one. Oh, they actually got like sprite, like fr- like fan artists this time that were like oh, so awesome. competent. You know, I mean, like the first movie credits were like okay, but I was really picky about them because I see a lot of really sick pixel work online. You know, yeah. so it was kind of mediocre. Yeah. This one, they they fucking got top tier yeah, people doing it. it. Yeah, and m- my son was like, "Could we go home and play Sonic Two? Do you have Sonic 2? And I was like, "Who do you think I am?" First of all, <laughs> but That's he was like. Best. Like, he wanted to play, like, Sonic 2 with Tails and, like, you know, see Knuckles and all that stuff. So I was like, my pleasure. So it was awesome. Speaking of, they did a really good job introducing both Tails and Knuckles in the same movie. Yeah, it didn't feel crowded. It didn't feel crowded at all with that many characters. And they had enough time uh, for the human players as well, which I there was a good balance. Yeah, and, and none of them, like, were out there welcome or was, like, particularly annoying. Yeah. Which could have it could have went into that territory like really easily, and yeah. they were great. Yeah, yeah. they were very good. I found myself enjoying like um, even even the human parts, which I didn't care that much for in the first movie, other than Eggman. Um, but yeah. I liked all of them for the most part. You know, um, they they I'm fine with them now. Yeah, Jim Carrey goes uh, over the top in complete Jim Carrey fashion, but I'm completely okay with it because the type of the movie we're talking about. Uh, he's like, if you thought he was, uh, you know, chewing up the scenery in the first film, this film is, you know, he's devouring the theater you're in while you're watching it. Yeah, he can. Um, he, he's so good in it. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Everyone did a, a fantastic job. And not surprisingly, uh, everybody on the line who saw it, sorry, Nico Bun, I, I guess would recommend it. Yeah. yeah, I actually uh, missed the window to see it at the Cheap Seats Theater here. Like, I saw it was running for, like, one more day, and I'm like, well, I can't exactly go right now, so, yeah. oops. Yeah. It'll be, in a couple months, it'll be streaming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it is better. streaming already. Oh, is it already streaming? I did, I don't know if you guys saw this, but when, uh, uh, Sam and Pete, but when I went to the theater, the cast thanked me for coming to a movie theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that, too. <laughs> I like that, too, because, like, me, along with a billion other people, like, the last movie you saw before COVID was Sonic. And then <laughs> during during COVID, because COVID's not over, also Sonic, you know? Like, right. I, I don't feel safe going to theaters for the most part, I'll be real. But, like, I made an exception for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was worth it. Well, a big MacGuffin for the film is the Chaos Emeralds, and and this episode we're talking a game that is uh, very much tied into the Chaos Emeralds. It's Sonic Chaos. It came out on the Master System in the European regions in 1993, uh, and it came out on the Game Gear in Japan, North America, and Europe in 93 as well. It was developed by Aspect and published by Sega, and it falls into that traditional 2D platformer of a Sonic the Hedgehog game. I thought that this game had come out after Triple Trouble, but in fact, it had come out before, and it used many of the same build as Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the uh, Master System. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first original Sonic game made for the Game Gear. 
That uh, not being I, yes, hmm? yeah, because it's not a port. You're right. Right. Uh, so it's not like a downgraded version or a port of a Genesis title, or yeah. as the fans I think call it, the one with the rocket shoes. <laughs> rocket shoes. Rocket shoes. It's. I also think it's the first time you can play as Tails on the Game Gear. That is correct. Yeah. And I and I'm also might be mistaken. Is this the first Game Gear Sonic with a loop? Oh, it might be. That's a because good like yeah, it had a plenty of stage gimmicks, which we'll get to. And then yeah. uh, as I was reading up about it, because. That's what I like to do for the show. Uh, mm. I heard that there was a fan remake. Yeah, so um, I ended up looking it up because uh, Sunday when we're recording this, usually I am streaming a, a main Sonic game, um, but I did some fan games instead earlier today. So the first one I did was that demo, and it's just the first stage, um, Turquoise Hill, um, but it was really nice. Like they they took it and upgraded it to like you know. 16-bit in like the style of Sonic Mania like it had definitely cool. some Sonic Mania sprites as like the base for it But like the style for it is really good super stylish fun um, If you're not experienced with the Sonic fan uh, game community like they're they're crazy They do wild stuff and thank goodness Sega is not like Nintendo and lets them do it Yeah, the fan community is why we have uh, Sonic Mania and uh, exactly. the, 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 the good remakes that were on mobile and the one those, those are the same ones that are going into the new collection coming out Yeah, it's the same people and people as for the uh, as for the uh, the chaos uh, remake they yeah. did the mania thing with the second uh, act of the zone where they kind of did their uh, totally new thing with the stage, but even the first stage, which is mostly like the first um, act of Turquoise Hill, mm -hmm. it's still the same, but they kind of shifted around some of the elements and made it a little more dynamic. So like places that were just a flat hill uh, at first, there was like a little hop there. So it's a little more to do and keep your eyes interested. So it was a really solid remake. Yeah, my only complaint is I kept getting lost, and uh, my second replay of it, um, I played as Tails at first, and then Sonic. I just, I got, like, stuck going back and forth for a while, and was like, alright, we're gonna move to another game now, sorry. That second act was like a chaotic level, with how badly I looped back and forth. Yeah. As for other notes, uh, the original uh, version, the Game Gear version, I should say, uh, one of the hardest ones to find in regards to re-releases. Huh. Uh, it, it was on the GameCube as a Sonic Adventure DX unlockable. In 2003, PS2 was in the Sonic Mega Collection Plus. Thankfully, not unlockable. It's just there because I'm lazy. And uh, that was in 2004. Through the somehow, it ended up on a couple plug-and-play consoles, and then the Master System version ended up on the Wii Virtual Console, uh, Rip and Pepperoni. <laughs> and uh, eventually, most recently, I should say, it was on the Blue Game Gear Micro. Uh, of the collection of different colors that they put out, which are all too small to play and only have like four games of pop on them. But those were released in 2020. They're cute, but they're, they're too expensive and they're unplayable in my opinion, but they are, they're neat. They are neat looking, but they just cost too much money. <laughs> and the screen is way too small. I'm always impressed with the Game Gear Sonics because we're not done with all of them, but the ones that we have played, the ones that are traditionally 2D, all work pretty well and considering the aspect ratio of a game gear is one and a half by one which is just like just off of being a square it's pretty impressive what they're able to do and what they were able to like the sonic experience they were able to bring to that handheld now thinking about those little micro handhelds with that 
aspect ratio screen. I can't see myself playing that unless I had like one of those jewelers magnifying glasses over it the entire time. Or I was, or I had um. All, remember that that uh, Game Boy ad where that kid's got all the shit on him. He's got like the bandolier. He's got the magnifying glass. The light. He's got cartridges in his mouth, a headband for some reason. I would need all that shit to be able to play one of those little game gears, I think. My brother had some of that. At least he had he had it wasn't the official Nintendo one, but he did have a clip around magnifier with light and it had like add-ons that went over the buttons that made them larger. Yeah, the fake <laughs> Yeah, I had joystick. some of that too. Yeah. yeah. I had a few of that. I had like the one that looked like a pocketbook and it said like Game Boy on it. Oh, nice. you wish you still had that yeah. today, but yeah, that, that was a cool little thing. And you had the, the battery packs that you could bean somebody with and probably yep. kill them. <laughs> yeah. Amazingly, the universe began in chaos. Things were fast. It was cool. Over the years, that chaos would take many forms. But one thing it's never become is portable. Introducing new Sonic Chaos for Game Gear. Chaos with rocket shoes. Chaos with Pogo Springs. Chaos with Sonic or Tails. Chaos improved. New Sonic Chaos only on Sega Game Gear. Sega! The Hot Blooded Challenger Club podcasts are a proud affiliate of Animation Legends. Head on over to animationlegends.com and scope the large assortment of animation cells they're offering. Own a piece of animation history. For just $25, you can get five different cells from some of your favorite animated shows. Shows like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Vampire Hunter D, Captain N, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Star Wars Ewoks, and many other. And you can pay even less with our special promo code RINGS at checkout. That's R-I-N-G-S. Go to animationlegends.com or click the link in this show's description and tell them that the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club sent you with our promo code RINGS. Alright, and we're back, and uh, if you missed it, you missed the review of uh, God of War 2018 from our very own Sam Newkirch, and you can listen to that exclusive Patreon content by becoming a member of One Rad Club. Go to OneRadClub.com. We're back talking about Sonic Chaos. What's going on in this game? One day while out on an adventure, as they do, Sonic and Tails hear a rumor that Robotnik has already gotten his gloved hands on the Chaos Emeralds, hence the title. So they both hurry to South Island to put a stop to it. Sonic should really check his resources because when they get there, it uh, turns out the rumors aren't 100% and Robotnik only has the red emerald. This has happened before. I feel like the same exact story has happened. Oh, really? Before. You know, this is the first time I've ever heard of them out on an adventure going to an island that Robotnik is fucking <laughs> around with. Very original. Yeah, it's like, wow. But I, I was heard that like South Island has been around before. That was the island that Sonic 1 took place on. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm. Wow. This is why Sam is on the line. I know, and you're going to I'm going to get kicked off the show for that. Holy shit. No, there's there's a lot of just like this era of Sonic, there's just like so much like lore that you have to dig to find because you know, it's not in the games. Like it's not shown really in the games until I'd say like Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you know, when you start getting that. Um Yeah. But yeah, South Island's what the first game uh where that is, and you'd only know that if you know, you read the manual. Um, you would also know that uh, Sonic, fun fact, was born on Christmas Island, and it's never explained or, like, no, we never go there. 
But that's where he's from. Fun fact. Here you go. Like the real on Earth Christmas Island? I no, I'm pretty sure it's just like a place called Christmas Island. Probably because like Sonic's um, visual design, the two people that Sonic's visual design is inspired by is uh, Santa Claus and Michael Jackson. So there you go. That's have fun. Right. Yes, I have, <laughs> I have read that. Yeah. Two people I do not want to let near children. Oh, no. <laughs> what did Santa do? <laughs> he knows what he did. It's kind of <laughs> sees you when you're sleeping. That's yeah. true. There Earth. you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, by summer, it was basically Eggman's back. Back again. Sonic 2 with a friend. Rocket shoes. You fly fast. Spherobot is an ass. Yeah. Yeah, I did good. not enjoy that bu- boss battle at all. No. We'll get to um, that. So, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a damn fanboy who's usually all about caring about Sonic lore, uh, as yeah. I have already d- demonstrated. But like, uh, yeah, uh, there, there's nothing there's nothing new here. There's nothing. I should give it slack because this is only <laughs> Sonic only has existed for two years at this point. But like, sure. it's just it's got Sonic, it's got Tails, it's got Eggman. There's yeah. six emeralds instead of seven, and for some reason we're back on South Island. That's it. Nothing complicated. So, all right. I know uh, Sam and Nico have him blocked on Twitter, but I can't get enough of Ken Penders right now. Oh, I check. I check on him. I have him blocked because (laughs) I posted a clip of me on Twitch, like talking about him and explaining it. And I was like, I don't want him to come to me. So, like, I'm just going to block him. But, like, you can still look, you know, so I check. I can't look away. I can't look away right now because he won't stop talking about how him and this other dude created all of the lore of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, and, and that you know when he would go to Archie and Sega and ask for some sort of guidance, they they would tell him just come up with anything you want. And I was like, but this like there was games before you were making the comics, dude. <laughs> the best thing was him like talking as if like. He invented the idea of Sonic standing on a plane that Tails is uh, well, piloting. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's, that was that's a good what, one. That's from the game that introduced Tails. What the, the hell, dude? Is, yeah, is I, he kind of like is he kind of like the Candyman of Twitter? If you say his name enough, he'll just come to you. Maybe. I don't know, but I'm worried about it. That's why I blocked. Yeah, him. I made don't... a joke, jokey meme about something he said, and he was like, "Well, actually," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty wild right now because the film is out. And uh, there's a lot of talk about, you know, Sonic getting his sort of cinematic universe. And Ken Penders just won't shut up about all the things he perceives he did uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog. There's, there were stories in the manuals that had nothing to do with the Archie comics. Were they good? No, but neither were the Archie comics. So who gives a shit? <laughs> you put Knuckles? There's Knuckles lore? You're knocking you're knocking off of me. Knock, like, him saying, like, Knuckles is pretty much mine. Like, I might as well use Knuckles. He literally tweeted oh, that he might he as well use that, Knuckles yeah. in his own shit. And it's like, oh my god, you're asking. You're asking for Sega to come after your ass. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to try and sue Australia for having actual echidnas on their <laughs> fucking continent at this rate. Like, they, got, they got actual dingoes. We got we to... Gotta, we gotta take him down. I, I think the Deke cartoon did more for Sonic the Hedgehog than those Archie books did. Absolutely. Especially I mean, with the film you see now with, with just his sort of, like, Jaleel White did more for Sonic the Hedgehog than Ken Penders did, I in mean, my yes. opinion. Um, I mean, I was someone who read the Archie books growing up, um, but, like, still, yeah, I agree for sure. All right, well, uh, go, getting back to Sonic Chaos, it plays very much like the other 8-bit 
Sonic games do, and that's not a bad thing. I played both Sonic uh, Chaos on the Master System and the Game Gear, uh, so you basically go right in both of them. Yeah, uh, but no, there's it's the same. There's there's zones with three acts like usual. Clear each act, fight a boss at the end. Uh, I think Aspect was getting better at programming these, and I found it pretty enjoyable. This is one of the 8-bit Sonics that I liked better than the other ones. Okay. Uh, it's typically typical Sonic stuff, and there's a lot more exploration this time. Yeah. Kind of felt more of a streamline than the other 8-bit titles. I thought it was cool to fight the baddies as bosses. I kind of felt it was a little on the easy side. Maybe that was for the kids. Uh, but I still have not figured out how to get the special stages on these 8-bit games. I'm just like an idiot. Yeah, well, to get the, the to get the special stages, you need to get 100 rings. But most of the stages, it's you don't have that many rings to pick up. Like later on, there's a bunch. I guess maybe to be like, hey, you need you, you want to get some chaos emeralds? You're running out of chances. There's uh, several areas that have just stacks of uh, 10 ring monitors yeah. uh, lined up for you. And also, you can only get the emeralds as uh, Sonic. If you do get the 100, it'll blast you to one of the uh, special stages. There's different ones for each emerald, actually. Like, I only got one, and it was towards the end of the game, but it was uh, Rocket Shoes, and you just kind of fly and go right and uh, catch as many rings as you can. I, I don't know if there's a limit or if you just get to the end of the stage and it just gives you the emerald. But there's like there, apparently there's one with, the, like, a tube puzzle. There's one where you're climbing around. Uh, there are people who have documented this better than me because, again, I only found the one. But it, the nice thing is it uh, grabs you, throws you into the bonus stage, and then just kicks you to the next uh, act of the zone after that. You don't have to go back and finish anything, and you don't have to go to a checkpoint. There's no, no ring to jump in. Good. Which is kind of handy. But, yeah. yeah, overall, I feel like the stages felt kind of short, honestly, but that's because I was just kind of ripping right through. No, no care for special stages. Just go, go right, go right blasting through, falling into some holes. Which, it doesn't happen that often. But it, fe it feels like they really optimized it to uh, keep you from having to uh, shake your parents or your TV remote down for double A's all the time. Like, yeah. it's, it, it felt a lot better for the handheld platform. You can get it in quick bursts and probably finish it in half an hour if you actually know what you're doing. Or, I think it took me a little over an hour because of Spherobot. Yeah, and there's shoes that fly. Tails just gets extra rings for the ones that would give him the rocket shoes, unfortunately, but he can fly, so... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. off-air, I was t talking in the Discord uh, about my experiences playing, and I, I referenced Tails as baby bonnet mode <laughs> because the, it's a lot easier to uh, navigate and explore the stages, stages as him because you can stop, look up, and hit or hold jump and you'll fly around, and that kind of negates a lot of the obstacles, um, because there are kind of... I do agree, the game is easier, and it is short. Uh, I, I got to the end pretty easily. It was the last, uh, what is it, electric egg zone, yep. where it started to get a, a little bit more difficult. There was a lot of pits. There was a lot of gotcha moments happening. Um, I don't like that there are pits and gotcha moments right before you go to fight a boss. Yeah. Um, one boss in particular is a gotcha moment, and I think that's the sphere bot, Nico. Sphere bot. I was gonna yeah. say all all of us had a problem with that, right? Yeah, so everyone had like that. I don't even know what you call them. They look like I guess little pencil kiwis coming out. Those are the those are the mecha hiyokos. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I, I had nice. to look that one up. But. So these, these little dudes, and you, you bounce on them twice, and they explode, and they're just coming out. I'm like, this can't be the, the whole boss stage. 
And so I kill them all. I thought it was going to be a longer line of them. Yeah, and then I just get crushed by this giant robot that falls from the sky. It was a gotcha moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and, and then I you beat that, that form, and then it's time for yeah. missiles. Yeah, it was one of these yeah. monsters where this isn't even my final form. And I'm like, well, it better be after this one, because I'm sick of playing against you. Yeah, I uh, I struggled quite a bit on that boss, like, live on stream. And just I just... I, I hope I clipped it, but I don't know if I did. But I remember just being like, oh, we're freaking done. We're done. I'm done. And then yep. freaking got him hit immediately by a missile and was like, no. If you oh, want yeah, to hear the F-bomb a lot, you can watch my playthrough of that. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm probably trimming some of it out, but I will. And like, I even acknowledged afterwards, like, if you're watching the YouTube archive of this, I've probably trimmed about at least 10 minutes of me swearing at this thing before I finally <laughs> killed it. And, and that and I was I was safe state scumming because I, I was oh, playing Mega Collection Plus, and yeah. like you you can even on the PS2 it lets you save, but you got to wait for it to load the memory card and load the, the the all the slots on your list to get down to the one you need to load to get back into the game. It's a pain in the ass, but I, I st still yeah, it, it was a very long loop. That's as handy as doing the save state on the Genesis Mini where you have to hold the console in your lap and hit the reset button and then back in and out each time. Ew. <laughs> yeah, that Ew. sucks. It's Oops. not made for that. It's made to like, I'm going to save where I am and then go do something. Not At least uh, save scum this, you know? At least this was just on the R1 button. It was just waiting for things to load. I was refusing at the end with uh, Robotnik, the, the last battle, to use save states because I... I did have, that boss was a challenge, but I just, battle of attrition, I kept at it, and I was making my way through the game with the with the bosses, who were at times cheap, but that last battle, um, again, we're dealing with that game gear screen aspect ratio, these are big sprites consuming most of the, the, uh, the space on the, on the screen, and I can't go anywhere, like, I can't, you know, they're jumping, uh, they're big and they're firing, you know, ricochet bullets that are bouncing around the screen. And when you get hit, just like every other uh, Game Gear Sonic, no matter what number of rings you have, at most two are going to pop out of you. And one yeah. is just going to disappear off the screen. It's not going to bounce on the ground. And the one that bounces on the ground, the moment it stops bouncing, it disappears. And at least with that last boss battle with Robotnik, anytime that ring was on the ground, he would just like bounce on it and taunt me. I was like, all right, yeah. cool. So I guess I lost that ring. And yeah, he did that to me the first couple of times. Plus, getting the rings leading up to him is, is a bit of a trick, too. Oh, yeah. Here, they hit yeah him. Here's, they hit your, him. Uh, here's your uh, your expert it's... advice. Uh, you, you, when you get to Electric Egg 3, take the cart down, jump across the gap, jump back onto the platform, and then jump straight up because the platform will drop. But the jumping straight up will take you into a... a, a a little wiggly pipe and hold down so you will get dropped onto a 10 ring box so you I will like, have rings for that fight i like those tubes by the way that the tube yeah. maze thing it was it was annoying while i was playing Wait. it but i did like the addition of that where it was like you press up or down or left and right to you know navigate through those i thought that was oh, a neat, okay. neat mechanic yeah. so no i don't know that sorry i don't know if um I, I think of it as a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know, but I thought it was interesting that with all the boss battles, you had to go out of your way to find the rings in the stage um, before the battle. Otherwise, you just fucking die, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I was using the save states a lot for the bosses, 
mm-hmm. also because there was like these weird, like especially in the Mecha Green Hill, with that like great thing you had to run across. Yes. Yeah. And mm, yeah. And like you couldn't spin dash across it. You couldn't no. just walk across it. You had to like build up momentum and like run across. Oh, right. the slanty platforms. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah, I think I that did was too. like <laughs> the first spot in the game where I'd started doing like, you know, the save states to to do it over and over again. Yeah, the yeah. game doesn't do a good job communicating what that is because it's just a gray mass. And when you're running, you're like, oh, I'm on it. But if you stop, you just fall right through it. Yeah, and your sprite and, doesn't lean yeah. at all. So you can't right. tell that it is di- diagonal except for the angled uh, texture of the platform. I fell off of that and fell, fell through another one. And I was yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck oh. is this? <laughs> yeah, um, as you will. I, that happened to me a lot. And, talking and the- Tails... Like, you have to wait for a lot of platforms in this, right? Yeah. And I'm playing yeah. as Tails because it was easier. I was playing, yeah. like, baby bonnet mode. Yeah. And if you want to no fly... There's no shame in it. There's no hey, shame. Hey, look, I, I'm at the point on the show, like, I just want to see the whole thing. <laughs> like, I yeah. just... Same. Like, tough Although shit. I played so, Sonic. Cowards. That's how I, I played from Mega Man 10. <laughs> I was just based the entire time. I'm like, fuck I, this. I, I'm not struggling. <laughs> I played the Master System version as Sonic and the Game Gear version as Tails. And I didn't okay. get that far with Sonic. I had a hard time with that, like, worm boss. Um, uh, yeah. But as Tails on the platforms, if you want to fly up off the platform, there's some kind of weird glitch where he would, like, look up and then not fly off the platform. It was really awkward. Yeah, I found, I found a lot of uh, slippery, slippiness yep. in the controls, weird inertia, where... I should be slowing down, but because I'm holding right, he just keeps going as a, you know, when, when either Sonic or Tails are on a, like in the uh, ball form, you know, they yeah, go around I, the loop. I, I, I had trouble sh- unballing on Spherobot, which did not yeah, help with the that, muscles. That's another thing that sucks is, you know, there's no button to get out of that ball yeah. mode. And a lot of times you got, and there's no button to get you into a ball mode either. So like, yeah. if you just jump straight and you're standing, and an enemy's coming towards you. It's not like you can hit jump and become a ball and hit them. You just eat it into yeah. that enemy and, and lose the coin. Oh, yeah, and they, to adri- address Pete's worm boss thing, it's easier on the Game Gear. That's why I was able to get far. Yeah, because I, I I read somewhere like the Master System one drops a spiked ball at some point. Yep. Yeah. F that. Not dealing with it. <laughs> and you can't cancel Tails mid-flight. So no. if Oof. you're like flying and you're like, all right, I don't want to fly anymore. He, you can't. Yeah, you gotta land on a platform. Yep. Sam? Oh, I was gonna say, back to like five minutes ago, I had the thought um, when we were describing the, the Robotnik fight um, yeah. that uh, I I don't have experience with the 8-bit games, so like, I, uh, I'm i very accustomed to playing a Sonic game with like, you know, a bigger aspect ratio, and I know that's always an issue with like, Sonic games on mobile, things like Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, uh, just squishing these stages, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of throws my, like, regular Sonic boss strategy out out the window, which is just, like, uh, barge in and just keep losing rings, and as long as I grab one ring over and over again, I'm fine. Yeah, um, yeah it doesn't really let you do that too much. No, and that is a thing with the 8-bit Sonics, is the way that the mechanic works with the rings. You know, you could have 100 rings and you get hit and it's just one ring bouncing out of you. And yeah. if you're on the edge of the screen, it bounces away from you and it's just gone forever. Uh, yeah. Again, it made it more challenging. I, I think I liked how Triple Trouble handled their bosses uh, better. It makes sense. It's the sequel to this game. But those bosses felt uh, a little more 
planned out or a little more fair. The rest of the game, the, the platforming aspect of it, it was. It was pretty easy. It was pretty short. But a lot of the the bosses towards the end, the uh, the back half, were annoying, to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Also, another thing with the robotic uh, laser walker, I think at least one other boss had this issue, but like, if you hit the back of the laser walker, but not high enough to do damage, you get bounced all over the place, too. So it's yes. like two DVD logos fighting for space. <laughs> if anyone yeah. listening to this is old enough to remember yeah, that screensaver. So, uh, like I mentioned, I've never played much of the 8-bit games. Like, I've played, like, a little bit of some of the Game Gear games on the on the Mega Collection. Or, I... No, Sonic... Sonic Advance... No, Sonic... Sonic Adventure DX has them, so I okay. messed with them a little bit. Um, so it's it was weird for me to get used to like how floaty Sonic feels. Yeah, you know, like the the gravity feels entirely different. You know, I I got the hang of it by the end, like it was all right. But yeah, since I haven't played the other games much, I can't compare too much. But it definitely feels different than controlling a sixteen bit Sonic. No, I gr- I agree with that. Eight bit Sonic, I feel like they all kind of feel the same, whether it be Sonic the Hedgehog, this. Triple Trouble, they all kind of feel that floaty at times or slippery. This one, again, for whatever reason, had weird inertia at times, which I hadn't experienced in the past. But I played all of these back in the day. I had them all uh, for my Game Gear. It, it is its own thing. It's the the Master System slash Game Gear version of Sonic versus the, the Genesis. Much like Mega Man feels very different on the NES than uh, Mega Man feels on the one entry on the Super Nintendo. Oh, two entries on the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation, and then, you know, they had to dial it back to the NES. Um, eight, you know, Mega Man 8 does not feel like Mega Man 5. Uh, they play differently, just as Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis feels different than this cheaper version of Sonic on the 8-bit platform. Yeah, I've, I, I uh, had to get used to, reused to the floatiness and slight lag, I guess. I also noticed, like, this was less of a control thing, but like sometimes you'd hit rings and it would take a second for them to blip out of the, uh, like you'd collect oh, yeah. them, but they'd still be on screen for a bit, which threw my brain off. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like the first stage, I tried to jump and grab the little ring that was spinning next to your counter. So maybe they should have <laughs> just made that a still one. Cause I'm an idiot. Um, but I feel like the floatiness might've been a little intentional. It'll give you a little more room to correct for, or at least attempt to correct if you were overshooting something and could maybe salvage it. Didn't happen that often. There were times where I was, I either underestimated it or overestimated. I was jumping over platforms at times. And there's one, uh, like, well, there's one portion where there's, like, a row of spikes and it looks like you can't jump over it. And, like, I didn't think I could clear it. I've tried to go up and around and figure out how to get past this thing. And then finally it's like, well, let's just jump over it. Okay. You, you, can, you can clear it in one, even without a run up. So I felt like kind of a dumbass. That's like one of the few blind uh, jumps, though. Thankfully, like it, again, it's not as bad as uh, Sonic One on no. this. It, like yeah, it feel sure. it felt like most of the time things were telegraphed either by you going by them at some point, or you can see like a corner of a platform before you jump in that direction. So it felt a lot more fair. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there were a lot of leaps of faith. There were, in my opinion, lots of pits, and you would learn that the the pits were there. And you'd learn not to trust the minecarts when you jumped in the minecarts and it started taking off. And you're like, all right, cool. This is going to be like a little thing. Yeah, it's going to be a little thing to throw you into a pit and die. So make sure you jump out at the right time. It's like, all right, I got you. There was there's more gotcha moments than anything else. You know, again, they did the down and jump for the spin dash. Yeah. Uh, Up and jump was that infinity dash, which is I don't know the difference between the two. 
He just gets crazy legs. Yeah, once again, I did not find that at all. I never well, did that. Yeah, I never used it. I just don't. I don't know why they put it in there. The Sonic Stadia crazy legs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Infinity yeah. Eight. I don't know. It's cool, yeah. but if you hit into an enemy, you're gonna lose a ring with that. So uh, yeah, I don't, no. yeah. I don't know why you do that. With why? at least with Sonic CD, the purpose of that was you drop into it for yeah. whatever benefit that gave. I don't know if we gotta find out if there's some sort of like pro strata using that in Sonic CD or any any other Sonic games. Because to me, it's just like, oh, this was the evolutionary track to the Spin Dash was doing this because it was a cool animation. But I don't even know where he lives, so I'll probably never figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad to hear you guys had the same leg because I thought it was just like my magic antenna. Ah, uh, yeah. But sometimes. I guess, not yeah, sometimes. Game, not with this game, though. No, there's there's definitely a little lag going on. Sonic looks in this game. I like the way the Tails looks in this game. I think the graphical presentation is as good as you're going to see on the Game Gear. Uh, probably some of the best, to be honest. Like, anytime I see parallax scrolling happening on the Game Gear, I'm excited. Anytime I see parallax, let's be honest. Anytime I'm seeing parallax scrolling, period, I'm excited because I love it. But to see it on something like the Game Gear is exciting to me. Uh, I do like the different animations we did see. I know with that slope platform, there was no sort of tell with the sprite that he was on an angle to keep running. That was annoying. But like in uh, Aqua Plant Zone, you have these doors that you have to push open to um, release waters to have a current to push you into the next section. And you see your sprite struggling and then it opens up and then they have this like uh, frantic face on that they're getting washed away. Even the death animations were really cool. So yeah, I, I think it, the graphical presentation is, is as good as you're going to get on the Game Gear. I don't think it gets much better than this. Kyle, if you get very excited over any parallax scrolling, um, yeah. you should look at the, the fan like remake demo for this, because like, for this game. that's had some damn good parallax scrolling. I want to get into more fan games on this show, because uh, I know there's a boatload of interesting yeah. ones out there. This is a big improvement over the previous Game Gear titles. It reminds me of Triple Trouble, which obviously, because that was the follow-up. Yeah. You know, but a little easier than that one. I think it had more air to cover. I really liked the sprites. I really liked the uh, the idle animations. I liked when Sonic or Tails like were on an edge and they were like arms were akimbo. Uh, but I just felt like the levels were kind of samey. Like the first level was great, but that uh, you know, further on it was just kind of the same, but like blocks with a texture on it, or a block with Robotnik on it, or a metal block. I kind of felt they got a little repetitive. Oh, all right. I thought that I, I thought they looked diverse enough. I but I do understand what you're saying. There there was a lot of your underground going through something, and you have to smash through a type of block to get through the stage. Now that I'm was, thinking back to it, I was just gonna say for some reason I found the blocks that had Robotnik on them incredibly charming. Like I just stopped at a point and looked at them, being like, "Wow, I like this." Like imagine just like a marble like sculpture 
of, yeah. of Robotnik coming out of a wall. <laughs> right. It's not it's not his logo, listener. It's actually like a relief of Robotnik. Yeah, relief. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess going off that, like uh the way I felt about the environmental design, um, I felt like they reminded me kind of of Sonic One and Sonic C D, where like they kind of feel like weird abstract places, like instead of real places. Like I feel like it took later into the Sonic games for uh, the places to feel more concrete, like do, if you get what I mean. Um, and I kind of appreciate that. You know, it's just like a weird, just a weird place. Like, where are we? I don't know. I guess that makes sense if it's South Island again. I guess South Island is just full of a, a, a weird environments that just have stuff. Um, additionally, I really liked Sonic and Tails, like their sprites. They were chubby and cute and, um, I, I didn't catch if it was like that on Tails, but on Sonic's, like, you know, his sprite has a good twist to it when he walks, and it's good. Yeah, it feels like they definitely tailored the Sonic sprite uh, to better fit the game gear. Like, he feels really alive, which I, I say all the time, especially about later ones. Like, with Mania, I was all about that. But yeah, he, like, he, and he, I felt like he popped more on the uh, stage backgrounds than he does uh, when he's on black for a couple of scenes, which, like, the ending, he's on a black background. I'm like, Put him, put some stuff behind him. He looks cooler that way. Um, I love that all the uh, different areas were very distinct this time. Like you know where you are basically. It it feels right, even though you know even if you're zipping through a stage in, in like 39 seconds because you can't be bothered to put in the work. Hi, um, I only did that once, but there was one stage I was like, oh, we're at the end. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, like like. Everything looks cool, makes sense, like, logically, for the most part. I didn't really feel myself getting lost all that much. Even, like, I have I have a history. I remember in Sonic CD, a lot of the tube uh, sliding, especially, the, like, the future trumpet zone, whichever one that was. Like, there, there's loops in that that I would get lost in for the, time, the whole time limit. This... Yeah. I got a little confused, but you still make it to the end. Like, I, I didn't have any problems with that. Stardust Speedway, I think you're talking about. Yes, yes, it's Stardust yeah. Speedway. Yeah, and this, if you get lost and you die, you just take a different route. And I think I know what stage you're talking about. I think it was the what, sleeping egg zone. It, it it seems like it's very confusing. And then as far as like where you're supposed to go. And then I died and I started back from jumping. I'm like, oh, let me just go up, up here instead. And I had tails, so I just floated up there uh, to a higher point in the stage. And then all of a sudden I was at the end. And it was like yeah. I found I found a shortcut where it's like oh okay there's two paths and I took the worst possible one. Yeah, I got like first a really good around. launch and just kind of flowed. I think I got rocket shoes for part of it too and just flew up through the air and then just plummeted down like oh hey there's a sign. Yeah, I don't. I'm rocket shoes suck. <laughs> <laughs> I like the rocket shoes bonus stage, but on the stages they were pretty useless. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel the same way about just the the speed shoe. It's like, I don't need to go any faster. I'm good. I can barely keep up with what's going on. I don't need uh, to, you know, fly into these spikes. I'll hit them at regular mm -hmm. speed just fine. You don't have 100%. enough screen room to go fast. No, no, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, the I would say I was kind of disappointed by the, uh, at least the basic enemy designs. There weren't that many of them, honestly, but, like, they were kind of boring. I did like that they slapped uh, springs on the back of the traditional uh, beetle guys. Yeah, throw but that was kind of cute. And again, I love the Mecha Hyokos, the little hopping bird dudes, because they're just hanging out doing Mecha bird stuff. Yeah, until until their dad decides to murder the shit out of you. 
And also, they get used as missiles, which felt kind of bad. But yeah, overall, I had a good time. It, it, it was nice to look at. So the color palette wasn't great, but they did do what they could with the Game Gear palette. So right. it was neat. Uh, much oh. in the way that they did the... Oh, you had something to say, Pete? Oh, I was just going to say, before someone at me, that move with the legs is called a strike dash. Oh, okay. Okay. It, yeah, it's, a spinny, it it's a spinny legs. You hear that, listener? Spinny eight legs. Yeah, save save your emails. Pete has uh, given up the addendum. No one's gonna at me, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, they're they're doing what they can with the the hardware of the Game Gear uh, visually as well as musically. Nobody's playing Game Gear. Try. Oh, I'm sure there is somebody. Before I get an email, let me correct myself. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there, uh, you know, rocking out to Game Gear tracks in their car. But I would say largely most people aren't looking to the Game Gear for uh, great original soundtracks. And uh, that's a shame because I think all of these 8-bit Sonics have some of the best music you'll hear on the Game Gear, and recently on a uh, an episode of Handy Pocket 20XX Edition, uh, Keith and I reviewed Mega Man, and we discussed how, it, you know, it's fine, right? You, you can hear that episode and, and our feelings on that game, but one of the things we talked about is Mega Man, particularly the 8-bit Mega Man, is so tied to its sound and its music, and it was weird playing, like, a bizarro universe version of Mega Man where that's not a part of the series at all. The, the to clarify, you mean the, the Game Gear Mega Man? The Game Gear Mega Man, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is is that the uh, 8-bit NES Mega Man, is the, its music and sound effects are so iconic with that series. When you take that series and put it on a different platform, like the Genesis with Wily Wars or with Mega Man on the Game Gear, it's kind of like, oh, whoa, he sounds different, and uh, these tracks are weird, right? I found all the music in Sonic Chaos to sound like Mega Man tracks from the NES. They're more whiny and pitchy than you'd find on the NES, but there was just something about their composition that, wow, this all sounds like Mega Man music to me, and maybe it's because I played these two games so close together that it triggered this for me. You know, it's not bad. Uh, it was better than some of the other Apex Sonics, and it was kind of catchy. I liked Electric Egg Zone. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that I was think a that stand was out for me. That was yeah, that was cool. Yeah. It was all right. Uh, for, overall, I didn't think most of it was memorable. It was decent. Like I, I wasn't like mad about any of it. It, it kind of fell in the background. Plus, again, fucking Spherobot. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't paying as much attention or yeah, uh, to the music. Although that was just the boss theme, which was okay. Um, I, I like the, the Electric Egg Zone Act 3, which is actually a different song from the first two acts, which right. is, it's awesome, and then you hear it for maybe 45 seconds, and then it goes into a different end boss theme for the Laser Walker fight with Robotnik, which was kind of disappointing, but that, that tune was uh, really kicking it over. Again, it all sounded fine, it just didn't, like, lodge itself in my brain at all. Um, I kind of want to re-listen to the... Um, the Mecha Green Hill Zone theme to kind of compare it to the original because I feel like they it, it, it's definitely a different theme, but I'm I want to see if there's some some uh light motif shared between the two or whatever. Uh, Gigalopolis Zone was uh pretty good too. Actually, there's two different themes apparently between the Master System and the Game Gear for that one. Oh, like the, the arrangements are a little different for the other stages, these were completely different songs, 
And um, like the master system's a little more, a slightly slower, a little more chill and kind of vibey hanging out. Whereas um, it's a little more tense and um, higher tempo on the Game Gear. And I actually like that a little better. It gave you the whole like city hustle and bustle vibe, a little more prominence, which I thought was kind of cool, even though like it wasn't the easiest to get a city vibe from the visuals. They tried. But, you know, you think Gigalopolis, that literally means just huge-ass pile of cities slammed together. So it, it felt right to me. I like that. same as Nekobon where it kind of like fell to the background and I didn't notice it that much so like I feel like I'm gonna have to like dig for some like fan uh remixes to like mm. truly appreciate the compositions because you know just like the Sonic uh fan game community the the fan music community is also bonkers um, is the remix still a thing does that still exist yeah, yeah. It, their output isn't as uh, frequent anymore uh-huh. yeah. but they, they, they're still a steady trickle and they still crank out like or sponsor an album Every few months. I haven't checked in in a while, actually. I should probably do that. Yeah, yeah I, I should do that, too. But they have so many Sonic albums they did. Right. Um, yeah, I this being part of something they would work on. I just thought of something when you're like, who's listening to Game Gear music on its own? And I was like, Janet Jackson. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. <laughs> the music mostly fell to the back for me. But yeah. one of the songs, I don't remember which one. I very easily caught the motif of um, one of them had... Um, you can do anything, which is the Japanese Sonic CD uh, theme. I, oh. I very much heard it. That it's in one of the songs. I really like the way this looked, and it's you know it's always nice to play a new ape at Sonic. The sprite sizes were really good. Um, I thought the levels had some cool names, like Mecha Green Hill Zone, which was kind of it was cool to play, like a robot version of Green Hill. Uh, might also be the only Game Gear or Master System Sonic that I was actually really good at, but that's not saying a lot, because I did better with Tails on the Game Gear than Sonic on the Master System. Right. And I'm getting worse at video games as I get older, so I literally need to be spoon-fed the game in order to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and this game was quote easy, but I still ate shit, especially on the bosses when you couldn't tell when you were hitting them unless they flashed. Right. So I don't know. I guess I just have to get good, bro, at things going forward. Yeah, I go also <laughs> I also can't stand the way the ring system works in this one and the other Game Gear Sonics where you lose it and it's yeah. over. Yeah. You know, you can get a hundred rings and you lose them, and you're only gonna get one back. You lose all of them too. <laughs> like, yeah, it just sucks. Like it like, just give sucks. me intervals of fifty or something to lessen the. the I pain. am yeah. so I'm so happy that modern Sonic games don't make it so you lose all your rings at once. Just saying, yeah. I, it's, it makes it so much more enjoyable. Like I had to fight a boss. Like I was always getting hit and always having to get the ring back, 
and hit him again. And that's what my strategy was. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't like that Tails flies, and there's no, like, him out of breath to realize you're about to fall. No, yeah. there's not even like a chime or anything to give yeah. you like a heads up. Like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna drop. Yeah, I also had a good laugh at Sonic has passed or Tails has passed, like passed, passed away, <laughs> like passed the kidney stone, passed the bar exam. What, you know, it doesn't say the level. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. He's not getting clocked anymore. Congratulations. <laughs> well, as I've alluded to several times, fuck Spherobot for real. Like I like I like I like the initial fake out like we said with the little guys coming by, but then when he drops on your goddamn head, yeah. that sucks. You get past that. Like I think the third or fourth attempt on him, I got a, I got like jammed right between him and the edge of this uh, the screen. So I was I, I like I got a whole pile of hits on him, taken care of. Thought we were done. Nope, missile time. And again, that took me like nearly half an hour. It was bad. Um, yeah, he takes a nap and then he fires the missiles. Wow, it's Sucked. 2003. Sorry, fires the missiles, 2003, yep. let's go! <laughs> uh, motherland! <laughs> but, yeah, eventually, I mean, I've, I I got a pattern down to dodge him, even though, like, getting blasted at the corner. Like, those missiles have really big hitboxes, too, relatively, and it sucked. It sucked. And I didn't realize that you had to hit the base part one more time to get him to stop so you can finally leave. I thought he would just let me dodge all of them and then explode, but no, you have to finish the fight, as it were, so. And I did not figure out how to get the rings leading up to him. It looks like Tails can get up to the monitor with him really easily. That So I have I have no pro tip for that, and um, yeah, so I was I was fighting him raw. It, it really sucked. It was a lot of that, like, I save-stated a little bit leading into that, but that was just like every phase, every phase, R1, save, die, load, die, load, die, load. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, yeah, I appreciated the zippiness of it. It was a, it was a, it was a nice breezy playthrough. Um, if you do want to spend a little more time and collect the rings, you get like a different ending screen. But that's pretty much it. Like, I don't think there's a supersonic mode or anything like that. Uh, overall, like I said, feels good on handheld. Saves you your batteries because you can actually finish it in a sitting if you feel like it. And um, there's a level select if you just want to practice stuff, too. There's a code for it, but that's by now it's all over the internet. Just look up stage select Sonic Chaos Game Gear. You'll be fine. And also, I feel like all the zones could have been done more justice in one of the more recent ones. Like, start bringing them back for cameos and stuff because it all felt like they had something going on. Especially, like I was saying, Mecha Green Hill Zone. Why does that exist? Was that like a conceit that Eggman came up with for roboticized animal pe uh, friends? Or is it there's a trap for Sonic? I mean, you jump into the coconuts in the first tree and it's like, well, fuck you for liking coconuts, buddy. Yeah. Because they, they smack you in the face. Um, but yeah, like I, I want to know whether, well, why that is there. Or is it just a, a sign of Robotnik getting more mechanization done this time around back on South Island? Yeah, I, I want to know what's up. It feels like there could be lore there and that uh, we kind of missed ideas. out on. Yeah, there's yeah. Neat, neat ideas happening here. It was okay. Uh, I actually like had been thinking about this for a while and was not sure what to say because it was so okay. You know, until I w watched Nekobun like stream it earlier and see what he had to say and it made it easier for me to like figure out some words to put to it. Um, you to know. be fair, we're very happy to play okay Sonic games on this show. Oh, yeah, yeah most, no, I can... most of what I had to say uh, was four letters long and began with F. <laughs> <laughs> I completely get that, but like, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm sick and I really only get enjoyment from Sonic games if they're either uh, good or absolutely horrible. Like, I actually, like, get kind of disappointed when Sonic games are like, okay. Like, I'll play them and I'll have a fun time with it, but then it's like, I'm not going to talk about it or anything, you know? Um, but, like, if I had this as a kid, I could see me, like, playing it, you know? Like, other Sonic games where, you know, you play it over and over and over again until you get really good at it. And then you could just speed through it really quick, you know? So, you know, I, I, th I think it's good for that, for sure. Chili Dogs, um, I, I think I'm still gonna stick with, I, I put seven, I think I'll do that. Like, there were a few parts y'all have described that felt cheap, for sure. Um, some pits where I kept dying over and over again, uh, the couple boss battles that were like that. But, like, I didn't have to do save states too often. But yeah, it was okay for me. I care more if it's a really good game or a really bad game. So it's okay, I give it a seven. You know, I'm gonna give it a seven too. Maybe if I played it on the Game Gear I had as a kid, I'd have more nostalgia, but it's it's just okay. It's not bad, it's not great. And yeah. That's it. I'm glad we did it, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> yeah. You know? That sentiment is, is pretty much how we feel about every Sonic game we review, with the exception of a few. We're like, I was gonna I'm say, just, y'all played it's Sonic... Over. You all played Sonic Mania. You couldn't have felt that way about Sonic Mania. No, no, Sonic no, no, no. Is good. No. Still playing yeah. Sonic Mania. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's great. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5 for a couple reasons. First of all, 7.5 puts Spherobot firmly between the 7th and 8th rings of hell for being violent and a fraud, respectively. And uh, that is by the Dante's Inferno uh, scale of hell rings. Also, uh, I gave it an extra halfer because uh, you can do a Hadouken in the sound test. Oh. If you yeah, if you do a quarter circle forward in either button, uh, Sonic down to the bottom of the sound test thing will throw one Hadouken. He will not throw more than what? one Hadouken. It's and it's really just a smoke puff okay. from, from some other uh, explosion effect in the game, but it's cute. But you can't that. do it a second time. He'll only yeah, do it that once. was adorable to watch. Um, also, side note because I don't play fighting games is is it isn't it Hadouken? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm the uh, saying it in the uh, lazy American way, but yeah, it's it's, okay. it's Ryu, goddammit. I was gonna say that. Ryu. It's Ryu. Yeah, it's Ryu, Ryu throwing. Oh my god, Ryu! Sonic's at Ryu and he's throwing Hadoukens. He's throwing his Hadoukens at Ryu, and I'm gonna oh fight M. Bison, who's known as Balrog, but he's, he's also gonna do the known as Vega. <laughs> the Tatsumaki Senpu Kyaku. I love that. Oh my god. Tanahashi well, called from Capcom. He said, if we don't move these units, he's shutting down the whole operation. I'm just, hey, listen. I'm, hey, everybody, is Blanca. I'm just a weeaboo who's always been familiar with Japanese pronunciations to things, I guess. When we were kids playing it at the drugstore, nobody called him Ryu. Nobody yeah. called him Ryu. We all called him Ryu. We had no Ryu. idea. We oh, said Blanca. I mean, if you want to get technical, it's Ryu. But yeah. No, he was Ryu. That was Ryu. That was Ken. There was and given given how many times I've corrected Japanese pronunciation on this show, I think I was due for a little a little uh level it out. You had a guest come in and do it. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll give it a seven as well uh, for all the reasons I already described. There's no no need to belabor it. Yeah, it's a very middling eight uh, bit Sonic game. It's a great Game Gear game though. Uh, you know, Game Gear had some great titles on it for its hardware and i would say this is one of them if you had this as a kid you'd burn through a few batteries playing it you'd enjoy yourself you, you'd go back to it it, it would be um a, a game that you were happy to have unlike one of the goddamn tasmanian devil games that i was given as gifts all right now we got to do the hard work which is ranking sonic chaos 
on the greatest Sonic games of all time as ranked by GoCast list, which you can check out for yourself by going to SonicRanking.com. Alright, so I I'm open to ideas with uh, ranking this one. So sometimes when they're middling, it's a little harder. I mean, it's middling, but you've got Sonic Triple Trouble and Sonic the Hedgehog Game Gear right at 5 and 6, so... I was just going to point that out. Yeah, I, I, I just want to... Uh, let's make this the trouble. new 6. I, I, I liked it a little less than Triple Trouble and a little more than Sonic the Hedgehog Game Gear. Um, that's easy. I liked it better than Triple Trouble, but, like, whatever. I, I, I don't care where you put it. I'm going to trust y'all on it, because, like, y'all played a good amount of games that I haven't, like, dug into yet, so it's just like, okay, you did, you, you go ahead, you do it. What, if you mean you haven't played Zippy the Porcupine? No, I haven't played Zippy the Porcupine yet. Oh, you I'm gotta play... You go it to is play. actually really good. Yeah, you nice. gotta play it's, it's a fun little... Uh, it's cool. ...little thing, yeah. But yeah, it's um, mostly the hand... Like, the handhelds that aren't the advanced games I haven't played. Did we, uh... We like this more than Tales Adventure? Oh, no. Yeah, how did Tales Adventure get that low, is the thing. What, what are we doing? Is, hey, we can course... <laughs> we can course correct here, okay? We no. can't. We can't change the the. We can't change the listing, right? Yeah, uh, it's permanent. But we can move <laughs> things up and down. This is what okay. we get for etching it in stone and taking photographs of it again every time we update yeah. the list. So, uh, I because I'm I'm looking back and thinking back on Tales Adventure. I'm like, well, there's a lot of inventive things that happened there. Uh, they but, gave Tales explosives. It was great. I did like this more than Sonic and the Black Knight, which is our number seven. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So we should we should at least bump it up into the mid. Uh, single digits. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just said I don't care, but I liked Sonic and the Black Knight better than this. Oh, okay. Did you? Okay, Pete. Did you like this uh, more than Zippy the Porcupine? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Nico, what do you think? If we, about if we adjust Tales Adventure up to well, okay, did we like Tales Adventure more than Sonic the Hedgehog Game Gear? I did because it was something different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I. I think. See, I would even put Tales Adventure above. I know uh, we're we're placing the other thing, but I think I would put Tales Adventure above Triple Trouble. But I don't know how you guys feel on that. But definitely above Sonic the Hedgehog. And then I. I, I then I'll. I, I would uh, let um, this one go between Black Knight and Porcupine. Then I'm looking at the Cosmo Fighter too. Well, that has Cosmo a special place. A lot. I love the spaceship, but it's so short. I like it's, having yeah, it up where it's, it is. It's yeah. barely a game. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I think you can move that one down while still what? respecting how. No, cool we're not moving Cosmo Fighter down. <laughs> Pete, Pete found his hill to die on. What do you mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I love Cosmo Fighter, but there wasn't enough of it. That's that's my only complaint. I wasn't able to physically get into it and play it, so like you know, I can only make it so high. I think you're also the smallest <laughs> one of us. I so unfitted. Remake that. Yeah. Someone needs to remake that, like the uh, that three-screen arcade R-Type. Yes. You ever see that? That'd be yes. great. And make it extremely long. Um, oh, boy. All right. Well, I, we can't. We can't. I want to move Tails up, but we can't. There's, there's you can't. more. You can't. It's stuck at 10. So we can, we can either put this behind it at 11, or no. we could Maybe. You know, sandwich it between Triple Trouble and Sonic the Hedgehog for the Game Gear and bump Sonic the Hedgehog down. All I could say is putting it above Sonic 3D Blast makes sense to me, so I think you're on the right track. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Okay. Nico, what do you think? Are we putting I'll it, it in... I'll give, I'll give it the 8. 8? Okay, so... We're so that puts it below Black Knight, uh, below Black Knight, above Zippy. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm cool with that, uh, Pete. Because Sonic and the Black Knight did have the big the cat mask that I never got, and plenty <laughs> of stale bread. Yeah, that, all that stupid shit. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing y'all put, like, we put Sonic Chronicles underneath Sonic 06, and um, I respect that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still better than Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis on the Game yeah. Boy Advance. Well, yeah, Sonic Genesis is just a complete flop. Complete yeah. flop. Nothing redeemable whatsoever, and except kind of how funny it is. That's it. No, no, there's nothing funny about it. It's a tragedy. Yeah. Oh, watching people struggle with it is funny. Just watching their pain. As somebody who struggled with it. <laughs> All right, so so Sonic Chaos is going to be our new number eight? I guess. All sure. right, that, that's an I, that's an I. We're good. Sure. All right. So there you have it. Sonic Chaos, our new number eight, uh, which is beneath Sonic and the Black Knight for the Nintendo Wii and above Zippy the Porcupine for the Atari VCS, or 2600 if you're one of those people. I am one of those people. Well, that does it for this episode. I'd like to thank my co-hosts for joining me as well as the members of One Rad Club, without whom these shows just wouldn't happen. If you'd like to show your support for these shows, check out OneRadClub.com. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to all the great shows on the One Rad Podcast Network. And for a little bit more than a dollar a month, you can unlock all sorts of other exclusive content and physical rewards. Again, be sure to check out OneRadClub.com. Thank you so much for your support. We'll be right back real soon.